Achieving Clarity podcast. My name is Ben Morley, an Air Force pilot turned consultant. Each episode, you will hear actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life, personal and professional, to achieve more clarity, purpose, and effectiveness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical clarity training. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Achieving Clarity podcast with me, Ben Morley. I hope this finds you doing well. Today, we're talking about the Karpman Drama Triangle. The Karpman Drama Triangle is a social model of human interaction. The triangle maps a type of destructive interaction that can occur among people in conflict. The triangle of actors in the drama are persecutors, victims, and rescuers. In some cases, these roles were not undertaken in a, quote, honest manner to resolve the presenting problem, but rather were used fluidly and switched between by the actors in a way that achieved unconscious goals and agendas. The outcome in such cases was that the actors would be left feeling justified and entrenched, but there would be often little or no change to the main problem and other more fundamental problems that gave rise to the situation in the first place remained unaddressed. The Cartman Drama Triangle models the connection between personal responsibility and power in conflicts and the destructive and shifting roles people play. To visualize this, think of these three roles placed on an inverted triangle with the persecutor and rescuer roles at the top two positions and the victim role in the one down position. So let's take a look at these different roles. First, the victim. The victim in this model is not intended to represent an actual victim, but rather someone feeling or acting like one. The victim seeks to convince themselves and others that they cannot do anything, nothing can be done, all attempts are futile, despite them trying hard. The perspective of the victim is that life happens to me. They experience blaming and complaining, and their key beliefs are that there is a problem, someone is at fault, and someone should fix this. Their key question is, why me? Whose fault is this? The benefits of being the victim are to experience separateness and to see drama as entertainment that results in an adrenaline high that they enjoy in their victim identity. The victim does support empathy toward others, though. One payoff for this victim stance is being able to avoid any real change or even acknowledge their true feelings, which might bring them anxiety and risk, while at the same time feeling they are doing all they can to escape it. As such, the victim's stance is, poor me. The victim feels victimized, oppressed, helpless, hopeless, powerless, ashamed, and seems unable to make decisions, solve problems, take pleasure in life, or achieve any insight. The victim, if not being persecuted, will set someone else up in the role of persecutor or remain with a persecutor if one exists already. They will also seek help 
creating one or more rescuers to save the day, who will in reality perpetuate the victim's negative feelings and leave the situation broadly unchanged. Let's move to the rescuer. The rescuer's line is, quote, let me help you. A classic enabler, the victim feels guilty if they do not come to the rescue, and ultimately they become angry and then become a persecutor as their help fails to achieve any change. Yet their rescuing has negative effects. It keeps the victim dependent and does not allow the victim permission to fail and experience the consequences of their choices. The rewards derived from this rescue role are that the focus is taken off of the rescuer, who can also feel good for having tried, while also being justified in their negative feelings to the victim upon failing to achieve their intended change. When they focus their energy on someone else and enables the rescuer to ignore their own anxiety and issues. This rescue role is also pivotal because their their actual primary interest is really an avoidance of their own problems disguised as concern for the victim's needs. And third, the persecutor, or a.k.a. the villain. The persecutor insists, quote, it is all your fault. The persecutor is controlling, blaming, critical, oppressive, angry, authoritarian, rigid, and superior. But if blamed in turn, the persecutor may become defensive and switch roles to become a victim if they are attacked forcefully by the rescuer and or the victim, in which case the victim may also switch roles to become a persecutor. Now, initially, a drama triangle arises when a person takes on the role of a victim or persecutor. This person then feels the need to enlist other players into the conflict. As often happens, a rescuer is encouraged to enter the situation. These enlisted players take on roles of their own that are not static, and therefore various scenarios can occur. The victim might turn on the rescuer, for example, while the rescuer then switches to persecution. The reason that the situation persists is that each participant has their frequently unconscious psychological wishes and needs being met without having to acknowledge the broader dysfunction or harm done in the situation as a whole. Each participant is acting upon their own selfish needs rather than acting in a genuinely responsible or altruistic manner. The motivations of the rescuer are the least obvious. In the terms of the triangle, the rescuer has a mixed or covert motive and benefits egoically in some way from being, quote, the one who rescues. The rescuer has a surface motive of resolving the problem and appears to make great efforts to solve it, but they also have a hidden motive to not succeed or to succeed in a way in which they benefit. They may get a self-esteem boost, for example, or receive respected rescue status, or derive enjoyment by having someone depend on them and trust them and act in a way that seems to be 
trying to really help, but at a deeper level plays upon the victim in order for the rescuer to continue getting a payoff. The relationship between the victim and the rescuer may be one of codependency. The rescuer keeps the victim dependent by encouraging their victimhood. The victim gets their needs met by having the rescuer take care of them. Participants generally tend to have a primary or habitual role, be it victim, rescuer, or persecutor, when they enter into these drama triangles. Participants first learn their habitual role in their family of origin. Even though participants each have a role with which they most identify, once they are on the triangle, participants rotate through all three positions. Remember, remember each triangle has a payoff for those playing it. So the antithesis of a drama triangle lies in discovering how to deprive the actors of their payoff. The Winner's Triangle was published in 1990 as a therapeutic model for showing patients how to alter social transactions when entering a drama triangle and any of the three entry points. The author recommends that anyone feeling like the victim think more in terms of being vulnerable and caring, and that anyone cast as a persecutor should adopt an assertive posture and anyone recruited to be a rescuer should react by being caring. So here's what these altered terms mean. Vulnerable. A victim should be encouraged to accept their vulnerability, problem-solve, and be more self-aware. Assertive. A persecutor should be encouraged to ask for what they want, be assertive, but not be punishing. And caring. A rescuer should be encouraged to show concern and be caring, but not overreach and problem-solve for others. So The Power of Ted, first published in 2009, goes further by recommending that the, quote, victim adopt the role, the alternative role of creator. View the persecutor as a challenger and enlist a coach instead of a rescuer. Here is what these new reframed identities look like. Creator. Victims are encouraged to be outcome-oriented as opposed to problem-oriented and take responsibility for choosing their response to life challenges. They should focus on resolving dynamic tension, meaning the difference between current reality and the envisioned goal or outcome. And for these victims, now the creator, to be taking incremental steps toward the outcomes he or she is trying to achieve. By changing the framework from victim to creator, they are empowered to change life from happening to me to a life happening by me. Their new mantra is, I make life happen. Whereas for the victim, it was, remember, life happens to me. Their new posture is as a creator, where they now experience curiosity and appreciation. As a victim, if you remember, they experienced blaming and complaining. It is now curiosity and appreciation. Now, their new beliefs as creators are that problems are here for me to learn from. I created the problem so I can solve it. Their new key question is, what can I learn? What do I want to create? Rather than looking for someone or something to blame. 
The benefits of this new creator framework is one of personal empowerment and for them to define their wants and desires. Now, for the challenger, a victim is encouraged to see a persecutor as a person or situation that forces them to clarify their needs and focus on their learning and growth. And the rescuer now becomes the coach. And as a coach, they should be encouraged to ask questions that are intended to help the individual to make informed choices. The key difference between a rescuer and a coach is that the coach sees the creator, formerly the victim, as capable of making choices and of solving their own problems. A coach asks questions that enable the creator to see the possibilities for positive action and to focus on what he or she does want instead of what he or she does not want. So where in your life, personally or professionally, have you witnessed this drama triangle occurring? Can you identify one going on right now? If so, do you think you are playing a role in that drama triangle? By reframing these identities into more positive descriptions, the drama triangle can be better utilized to bring about the change all players desired in the first place. So the Cartman Drama Triangle. I hope this has been of help to you, and as always, best to you. Thank you for listening to the Achieving Clarity Podcast. We hope you liked it. To hear more tools and strategies to help you in your personal and professional life, subscribe to our podcast. Thank you again. Thank you.